Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good evening to you, sir. Oh my gosh, February the 9th, year of our Lord, 2024. Dude, what a day, what a week. We just had to come on and do a special third show this week because there's so much cool stuff happening, winning across the board, baby. Uh, hey, good to see you, buddy. Uh, to welcome you. to the show. Uh, that was The Grand Illusion by the great uh, rock band Styx. Oh, yeah. Totally apropos yes. for what's happening in our world today. I love yeah. that song and uh, so fitting. So we do our show Wednesday and we think, okay, it's been a busy week so far. <laughs> and then Thursday hits. Let me yeah. mark this down in your calendars, everybody. Yeah. February 8th, 2024. Yeah, mark it. Market. Mark it down. It is yeah. a turning point for it's several reasons. And it's, yeah. I think it's just, oh, it's just a Thursday. Oh, no. Donald Trump won Nevada. Oh, he won the Virgin Islands. Oh, big deal. Nothing really <laughs> happened. Uh-uh. Yeah. Behind the scenes, around the world, the little memo went up. Hey, it's now time to throw Mr. Joe Biden under the bus. 100%. 100%. Okay. So, so, and this came out, I knew they were working on this, but out of nowhere, special counsel Robert Hur. Yep. Um, Justice Department, uh, and you know, we knew this was going to be kind of a a big, big, fluffy, nothing burger right. kind of a thing. Right. But right. there were so many undercurrents to this. Yeah. <laughs> and before we get to the ridiculous Joe Biden press conference, that was right. the funniest thing I've seen in ten no. years, ever, ever, maybe ever. I mean, ever. Some of the Seinfelds were pretty worst funny too, though. Pre- oh, you said funniest. Okay, yeah, funniest. Right. Not, yeah, sorry. Not, okay, yeah, not worse. Of course, okay. it was. Worse. Yeah, um, but there were some cross currents going on in this in this report that was that was reflected in what we saw from the lamestream media. Right. So on one hand, he says, "Oh," came right out and said Biden had significant limitations with his memory. This is stuff we've known for years, yeah. but it's it's to actually see it in 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 a you know a, a legitimate document, government document, he, yeah, a government document. He's hazy, poor, faulty. We know he's he's mentally deficient, and so on and so on. Apparently, and this is uh, one of our sources, behind the scenes, he lost it. Yeah. Joe Biden went ballistic when he saw this thing. Because totally. his ego is ridiculous. Huge. Yep, yep. He, he's been grifting off the government and uh, us for 50 years. Yep. He has no he has no limitations on his, psycho, you know, his, can, can, his psychosis. Can, can I pick up on the ego uh, uh, comment <laughs> yeah. for a second, Dave? Because it's yeah. very important. Ego is very often the downfall in many people's lives, whether it's alcoholism, drugs, you know, whatever. Ego often is the enemy of the soul. And that was Biden's unwinding that night. He got so Mm -hmm. angry and he got so upset. He ordered, he said, I'm going to do this press conference. This was, this was Thursday night, 745 Eastern, late at night for Biden. And they, and they're like, I'm not going to, and his handlers complaining about it, but obviously they were encouraging him. And like you said, he was completely set up. Completely set right. up. But, but before he, I mean, I'd love to have known the, the minute by minute. I mean, you could write a whole thesis on this. Yeah. As the, as the clock ticks by, we got Donald Trump out there, and it was a great uh, cross-section cr- cross of, sure. of, and I think this has been very good about Trump lately, that he's really been very calm with yeah. his responses and his appearance lately. Yeah. He's the one that's in control. It's, it's Biden that's the crazy out-of-control guy, which is 100%. opposite of what the DNC wants the world to, to be to, to think. No, right? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I love that. But um, initially, the Democrats were like, oh, this is great. Biden's off because they, they found – because he was so delusional and couldn't even remember that he was even – when he was vice president. Right, right. They thought, well, he, he's – we're getting – we're going to let him off because they basically – as, as kind of predicted, yeah. no charges. <clears throat> right. 
And so their initial thought was, it's great. But then when they started reading the second, third, fourth paragraphs, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Well, Memory- I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean I, no, totally, dude. I, got, I mean, look, a few things I want to jump in on here. Great intro. Um, so, look, it was a 300-page report, special counsel wow. uh, report. Uh, he did exactly the same thing. That the that that basically the special counsel did with Comey right before the 2016 election for Hillary. It was eight weeks before. This is six or seven months before whatever. Eight months before the election, they couldn't indict him legally, so they indicted him politically. And her and her knew that he's been indicted politically. He actually he's done probably much more damage, much more quickly. Uh, than any legal process could have done. And yes. this past week, just to widen out the aperture a little bit before we dive into the Biden presser, we're going to play a couple of clips from that for folks at home. But I do want folks to understand, Dave, at home, the magnitude, the magnitude of everything that happened this past five days, how much winning has occurred. And as you said, Thursday was the, t- the turning of the tide. It really was. This past week, he blew out one by a wider margin that in the history of the United States, the Nevada caucuses, right? He, the Nevada caucuses, he won uh, that primary by a widest margin ever in the history of the U.S. Also in the Nevada, quote unquote, fake Democratic primary that Reed Hoffman set up for Nikki Haley, none of the above beat Nikki Haley. We talked about that earlier in the week, but that was mm-hmm. big win number two. Obviously, the special counsel report, which we're talking about now, the disaster Biden presser last night, we're going to play a couple clips on that. I mean, and the Colorado ballot case at the Supreme Court, where basically right. it looks like it's going to be a 9-0 decision. It's not final yet, but it'll either be 8-1 or 9-0. Even the liberal justices totally, totally grilled these Colorado nincompoops who were just, it was embarrassing to listen to, I'll tell you. And finally, I'll leave you with this. The one line that matters in that special counsel report out of the whole 304 pages is this, quote, President Biden willfully retained and disseminated classified information, end quote. Damn. That's it. Damn. And he did that as a vice president and as a senator. And the stuff was in his garage. I mean, President Trump had every right to do that under the PRA, the Presidential Records Act, as president. You can do that. You can keep stuff under lock and key uh, in a safe location as in mar lago under Secret Service protection. Uh, vice President Biden and Senator Biden could not do that. They punted on the legal indictment. I think we won bigger on the political indictment. But now we have a problem. Now we have a problem, Dave. We've got a completely non-compassmentous president. You've got a secretary of defense who didn't even tell his staff he was getting cancer treatment for a few days. You've got multiple wars going on. You've got the southern border wide open. We've got a major national security problem. And, you know, are we talking 25th Amendment here? I don't know. You tell me. It's funny, right before the show, you mentioned how literally every leader around the world, especially our enemies, they all watched that presser last night. That's right. They, um, they, were, they were salivating. Salivating. Just salivating. Yeah. They just go, the United States, yeah. for decades, have been trying to take us down a few pegs, and thanks yeah. to the DNC and Biden. Um, and also, um, I want to uh, uh, just uh, quickly reference uh, Dan Patrick, the lieutenant governor of um, oh, Texas. Texas, yeah. One immediately, and this is going to be the theme now over the next two, three, four, five months. Yeah. Speaking of the 25th uh, amendment there, he's basically saying, hey, now we, we have it's right up there in black and white. An, elder, an elderly man with poor memory. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, he's saying because of this, because of yeah. this, forget the fact that he got off. We knew that was going to, you know, I can throw the guy in jail. <laughs> right. The president. Right. But basically saying, hey, from this point on, right. the Democrat Party is now in full motion to force Biden out. Yeah. 
and he already predicted uh, Dan Patrick. Okay, this is the first Republican pres- uh, uh, yeah, senior to actually political come out, Republican official, well-known to say guy that. to actually come out and say he predicted the yeah. Americans will very much uh, probably see former First Lady Michelle Michael yeah, Obama, Obama on their ballots this fall. The only question is going to be the date on that. How do you position it? Exactly. How so do you position it? Yeah. I don't think the 25th Amendment thing is going to go through. Uh, I mean, the, the, Kamala will never, she will only step up to do that if she's ordered to by the globalists and, the, and Obama and the deep state that's order, or, organizing things right now. She won't do that. Um, just so folks at home understand, actually pretty cool if you Google 25th Amendment, it requires uh, a majority, uh, f- uh, 50 plus 1 percent of the of his cabinet to say this is required, plus the vice president and then two thirds of the Congress. <laughs> never, so it's never going to happen. It's been invoked many times, usually when presidents are going through like uh, anesthesia in the hospital or like when Reagan was shot, you know, these kinds of things. Um, but never to actually remove a president. It's never been used. It. So I don't think that's going to happen, although it sounds quite tantalizing. But between now and the time decisions are made, it's going to be very, very dicey. Because as you saw, Dave, from this presser, and I'm going to play, if it's okay, I'm going to play like a minute, minute and a half clip. When Ducey from Fox yeah. News <laughs> asked him the leadoff question. Uh, and, and, the, and then basically like packs of wolves these these <laughs> right. mainstream media, they were screaming. I watched it live. I mean, they were was, screaming yeah. and yelling at him. Oh. And these are supposed to, be the, these supposed to be the people that support him. They but, were going but, after his throat. But let's go back. So we, we told you this report comes out. We, we told you Joe Biden is very thin skinned. He goes ballistic. So imagine those minutes that were ticking by when he's when he felt he had to defend himself. Yeah, I want to get there. I want to tell the world. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, he's, he, uh, while he's melting down. So they said, okay, yeah. this is it. We're, yeah. we're, we're full speed ahead. So he gets out. They throw him out. The, yeah. uh, they have not done a live pri- press conference ever. Ever, ever. Not since he's been president. And Dave, that's why. Right? He, and then he was on his way. It would, everything would have been fine. With about a minute, two minutes to go, he was on his way out. And then he got a last minute question. Give it to us. And then he Give came. No, this, yeah, this clip doesn't have this part. So I'll just tell okay. you. But then he came back in. And that's when he got the president of Mexico and the president of oh. Egypt. And he swapped them. He, he didn't remember it. who was who, That's and he right. said, oh, Mexico is just south of Gaza, and we're, we're working on getting the gates open for humanitarian purposes. You know, I didn't <laughs> realize that Mexico was just south of the Gaza yeah, Strip in the Middle East. Sure it is. But uh, that was so – I don't, I don't have that clip, clip. But, hey, elections have consequences. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences, and that is exactly, you know, where we are today. So let me, let me cue this up, uh, Dave. This is a little bit of a hit from last night, uh, the Biden uh, presser. Uh, first question uh, from, let me see. Uh, uh, Ducey? Uh, this is, this is the Ducey. Yeah, I just got to, yeah, you got to help me out here. I kind of just lost my, uh, no, lost you, my you, place here. You, so. you look for it. Um, but they were all, even the CNN reporters were after him uh, at that press conference. I mean, everybody was just piling on. It was like yeah. a dogfight. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, here we go. So this is uh, Steve Ducey, Fox News. President Biden, something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president. I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. That's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? Ah. My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That's you, uh, that's you that's feel my your memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, president. My memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I've become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. 
How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Mr. President, Mr. President, voters have concerns about your age. How are you going to assuage them? And do you fear that this report is only going to fuel further concerns about your age? Only by some of you. Mr. I take responsibility for not having seen exactly what my staff was doing. It goes in and points out things that appeared in my garage, things that came out of my home, things that were were moved not by me, but my staff, but my staff. Many American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your judgment. That is not the judgment concerns, of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? What, what is your answer to that question? I'm the most question? qualified person in this country to be president of the United go. States. There you go. So, I mean, you Dude, could just hear them. They, I mean, they're just like on the ramp. They are rampaging against him. And by the way, so that was the first minute, minute and a half with Steve Deuce. A couple of, and then he's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with my memory. And then he went on. And, of course, the, the, the her special counsel's report, he forgot when his son, when his son, Bo, died. He forgot the years when he was vice president. He mixed up the presidents of, of Mexico and Egypt. He thought the Gaza Strip, that Mexico was, was right next to the Gaza Strip and, and, and talked about humanitarian aid getting through and so forth. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with his memory at all. Frank, that is gold, Jerry. That is gold. Huh? <laughs> That's gold, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There you go. That's what, that's one for you and for Seinfeld fans. Uh, I love that. Um, I, 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 it's amazing. I think there's, there's, you know, it's, it's what's amazing is I bet you there are millions of Americans that look at that and they go, gee, I had no idea his memory so bad. It just shows you for three years how much the media can control a narrative and shape and cover for this guy. I swear, which yeah. is ridiculous. We've known this about this for from before he was elected, and here it is. Finally, finally, yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you. There are millions of Americans who watch it. Go, gee, maybe he's not such a you know altogether well, and, and, guy, and, and, and you not and were, so moderate. Exactly. exactly. You know. And you and I were talking about this in the God. pre-show, Dave. And I think the reason is is because most Americans watch mainstream news, and they don't see what we see. We, they don't watch yeah. Real America's Voice. They don't watch Bannon. They don't read the Gateway Pundit or Breitbart or whatever. And so this was the first time that eight minute and forty one second presser that it's amazing. all yeah, of his first time all of his unbelievable problems were on full display i mean every single one of them and it was basically the 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 icing the cherry on the cake of a brutal brutal week or by dude it was so bad even the zen master kareen john pierre was pulled from the podium they sent out some other comms dude to basically spin this in the ah. spin room uh today because I mean that's how bad things and they of course they went on the attack and the defensive and you know hers a republican guy sure. and blah 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 uh but now think about it how are they going to indict donald trump for the same thing <laughs> actually trump had authority under the pra they can't indict they can't indict him for the same thing that uh, Biden got a free pass on. 
hey, forever going forward, I'm going to think that LCC is the president of Mexico. I don't care what people say. LCC, <laughs> he's the president of Mexico. Come on. Our president said so. <laughs> I know. And as we speak, okay, it's well, literal, it's, uh, and literally as we speak, yeah. the Senate, I just got a little uh, text from somebody in the Senate chambers in D.C. As we speak, the Senate now is voting to officially begin debate on a $95 billion aid package to Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan. Oh, yeah. Guess how much for the southern border defense, Dave? Yeah. How much? Guess how much? Zippo. Zero. That would be Zippo. zero. That would be zero yep. for the t- to prevent the 10 million illegal aliens and countless terrorists that would come across the border. Yeah. I was such a good I was in such a good mood and you had to bring me down. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. They they, they, they stripped the, 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 the border thing out of it. Um, and just watching the glee in people's eyes about giving more and more money to this ridiculous, uh, unnecessary uh, conflict yeah, on the yeah. eastern border of the Ukraine that, that no one insane. knows about and no one cares about. And nobody it's cares just, about. It's, it's and absurd cares. and sickening. And by the way, on the on the corporate media oh. front, because they were all covering that debacle of a, of a presser last night. I just saw the numbers for today. You'll yeah. love this, Dave. So Fox News, average night has about 2 million viewers. MSNBC averages about a million views a night. CNN, about 400,000. By the way... INSP and History Channel are higher than uh, CNN, just FYI. In the last 24 wow. hours, since Tucker Carlson's interview has uh, rolled on Twitter with Putin, 145 million views. A <laughs> hundred times what the mainstream media gets. But the government and, and, and the administrative state, they know that most eyeballs at home across the country are glued through the old school cable stuff, and they're still watching that. Uh, hey, let's let's dive into the bit more. Um, I'm sure everyone has been aware or was or is aware. The great Tucker Carlson went to Moscow, interviewed Putin. Yeah. I saw I've only seen some some clips of it. Snippets, it's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, it's a bit long, which is a little tough yep. to get through, especially with this, you know, the, the voiceover dubbing and whatever right, else. Right. Um, but just I love that when Tucker asked him one question. <laughs> and Putin Gill was like on a 25-minute rant know, exactly. about the history of the geographic region I know. <laughs> as a filibuster. Great? Yeah. Um, thank you, actually. You know, it's funny how sur- a lot of reporters were actually surprised about uh, Tucker actually doing real reporting. I Isn't know. that amazing? Well, He's it's actually incredible. Yeah. people and letting them speak and, and hearing what they have to say about things. Yeah. Well, so anytime, good for Tucker. Any, any, oh, what did you say? How many millions? Oh my 145 God. million views wow. uh, versus the average wow. night on any of these cable channels is like about a million, give or take. So more than 150 wow. times. But I mean, look, I mean, you know that you're over the target, Dave, when they're calling for his head. They're calling for to revoke his passport. This is Tucker, by the way. The, left, the right. far left. They're saying, don't let him back into America. Put him on a no-fly list. Uh, oh, can I just remind people that Barbara Streisand and three other left-wing journalists interviewed Putin over the last 20 years? Like, and and oh, by the way, it came out after uh, during the Putin interview and after the Biden presser. Uh, guess how many times Biden's talked to Putin directly during the two years of the Ukraine conflict? Did guess how many? Guess how many? Give you, give you one guess. That would be zero. zero. That would be zero. The president of the United States has not spoken to Biden in two years, while we've sent over two hundred billion dollars of our tax money over there, and they want Anyone another more? ninety billion. It's never ending. Never ending. Never ending. It won't end until Trump gets into office. Yeah. Well, uh, or unless Speaker Johnson can just like somehow corral all these rhinos 
you know, it's, it, it, they have to. There, there's got to be enough to stop it there. There has to be enough in the house to stop it there. Let's see. Hey, getting back to the uh, none of the above, um, <laughs> we were I, joking about that. Do you uh, do you have that clip? I by do. I do. This is so funny. So, Set guys, that up, so for folks at home, you're gonna love this. So you know, Dave and I are in our I don't know 50s ish, whatever. So great movie back in the day, Brewster's Millions, Robert. Uh, Richard Pryor, sorry. Thank you. Folks, I got to give a, t- a shout out and a hat tip to my buddy Chris at the gym. He actually reminded me about this this morning coming out of class. But he's like, Frank, do you remember Brewster's Millions, Richard Pryor? He's like, it was just like the Nevada caucus this week. It was ama- or, or the primary where they tried to uplift Nikki Haley to get her some numbers, but it be- totally backfired and she <laughs> lost like yeah. 70% to 30%. So here's a little clip just to kind of have a little bit of throwback for everybody at home. Uh, Richard Pryor, Brewster's Millions, and this is the classic. Who are you going to vote for? None of the above. Mr. Brewster, could you please give us your reasons for your sudden and unexpected candidacy? I figure voting for Salvino or Heller is just as silly as them running for office, which is just as silly as me running for office. The only thing that's silly is the power of the people's vote, and I think the people should use it to vote for... <laughs> so that was like just classic brewster's millions a great old richard show Pryor. from the 80s i think uh, richard Pryor, god bless him when he didn't light his hair on fire for other reasons but uh you know none of the above just absolutely classic and uh hey we blew nikki haley out of the water in the phony primary it was great so fun it's so fun to see you know Pryor was just the greatest and just you know making fun of the whole political process when's the last time you saw anything out of hollywood that made fun of the process like that you know it's been decades <laughs> never never um, yeah. hey uh Real, just I think I know we're gonna kind of wrap things up, yeah, but totally. um, I, I think we're getting close to Donald Trump picking because he's he's basically gonna pick oh, yeah. who is going VP. to replace yeah. Ronna McDaniel. I think before VP, which is very important. Right. There's so much uh, election uh, problems still that still are uh, pervade many many countries and counties right. and so on. Sorry. Uh, and so what? The last guy I, I heard. I don't know if you've heard anything else, but the North Carolina GOP chair Michael Watley. Okay. I've heard is at the top of his ticket. Hmm. It's happening this week, you guys. They're having the uh, the winter meetings okay. of the RNC. Okay. So I think hopefully within a week, Ronna will be bye bye. She can go back and she can do her haircuts. Yeah. Do her makeup, but we got to get somebody uh, large and in charge to take over the RNC. Group. I love that expression, dude. Large and in charge. Yeah. I mean, certainly Ronna's got her uh, marching orders. She was down at Marlago the other day, private meeting. Trump. She's gone, so it's just a question of being. She's obviously come out and denied it publicly you know, after the meeting. But uh, I haven't heard about that new guy. So let's yeah. uh, let's sort of see. keep our eyeballs on it and see. I like it. Hey, look, as long as long as they're good at fundraising and that money. Like we said in the show earlier this week, that's a quarter billion dollars that's already been spewed and wasted over the last bunch of the Iowa caucuses, propping up all these ridiculous Keebler elves like Mike Pence and, and you know, Nimrata, Nikki Haley oh. and all the rest of them. I mean, just and I mean, obviously, Nikki is the best of the Keebler elves. I mean, is she the best they can really put forward? Ooh. Really? That's the best you got. That's really the best you got. But she's, of course, winning. She's the Democrat votes and the Republican votes. Unbelievable day. We are in for a big ride. But hey, I want to tell the folks at home uh, a couple of things. One. Great support. Appreciate you guys listening in. Two, go to Bill Blaster app. 
org Bill Blaster app. So this is a great app that uh, has been created by Grace Chong on the Steve Bannon Show War Room. It's a way to reach all of your elected representatives with the push of a button. It's a very simple app. It's called Bill Blaster, B-I-L-L Blaster. Just go to the App Store or Android. There's versions for both. It allows you to reach your senator or your congressman instantaneously by phone or by email. And so we, we need everyone to go to the ramparts, the posse at home, all these folks. Whenever things come up in Congress, call them. Call them, leave voicemails, talk to the people. That's yeah. what really affects them. So I promised uh, Mr. Bannon I would do a shout out for uh, for that uh, platform tonight. Dave, Good great one. to see you this week. Appreciate it. Thanks, folks, for tuning in. We really love and appreciate you guys. And uh, you know we're on every podcast platform of choice, so just check us out all over the place. And social media coming in pretty hot late at night at Rant and Rave seventeen seventy six. And Dave, as always, we'll see you and everybody else down the road on the right side.